Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Five Questions With. Last week, we had some amazing guests on the show, and boy, did we deep dive into their worlds. But here's the best part. We also uncovered their fun and playful sides. Our host, Scott Fullerton, has a treat for you today. You see, Five Questions isn't just about serious stuff. We like to keep it light and quirky, too. We ask questions that let our guests show their wonderfully unique and playful sides. Imagine this. What would they do if they woke up as a squirrel one day? Or what's their favorite ice cream flavor that describes their personality? It's all about bringing out their hidden quirks and having a blast along the way. We believe that even the most successful and accomplished individuals have a fun side and we're here to celebrate that. So get ready to witness the fun and playful side of our extraordinary guests. You'll laugh, you'll smile, and you might just discover a thing or two about them that you never knew. So sit back, grab a drink, and get ready for the show. All righty, everyone. If it's Tuesday, it's time for another Five Questions With right here on the Leftist Straight Show. Today, I'm very excited to have back the amazing lyricist, composer. He uh, does it all, Mr. Scott Evan Davis. You may have seen him on social media once or twice. Scott, how you doing, sir? Doing well. Thank you very much. Good to see you again. Hey, we had a great interview talking about this amazing career of yours, some of the great plays, Indigo, all these things. If you missed our interview, be sure to check the link below right down there. You can listen to the entire thing. But you ready to play a little five questions with? I'm, I'm ready. I love games. All right. Question number one, Scott. Uh, you, we talk all about your Broadways and your musicals. If you were to live in any fictional Broadway musical world for a year, which one would you choose to live in? A year. This is a great question. Um, into the, uh, into the woods. Into the woods. I would, I would want to live in that fairy tale sort of. A year, though, that's long. A day? Well, a okay, year. That is a long time. That is a long that's time. That's a day answer, but that's okay. All right, Sunday in the Park with George would be a, a good alternate, but yes, <laughs> one of those. I like it. All right. Question number two. We talked about you do these fantastic remote teachings. You've been teaching over 25 years. What was the most exciting aha moment you ever saw a student have, and what did they learn? I was actually... It's a great question. I was being filmed for, um, I was in a documentary called Spectrum of Hope. And the yeah. there's 10 autistic children that I was working with, we went to Atlanta and we did this big theater festival for 5,000 people. Um, and it was filmed and it was really a great documentary. Anyway, we went out there and there was one girl who had a very sort of overstimulated, overwhelmed. And we had an hour to learn this dance number. And then we were going to perform it in front of 5,000 people. And there was like 100 kids in the room. And five of them were our kids and then other, you know, neurotypical kids were there. And so her name was Ashley and um, she got very overwhelmed. She walked in the room, she put her coat over her head and she went into the corner and she stayed there. So one of the teachers sort of sat with her. We rehearsed it. It was the fame, a song from fame. We had an hour and she didn't look at it. She didn't come out of the coat. I know I was watching her, you know, and then five minutes before it was like, Five minutes before uh, end of the, the hour was over, we were going to leave that room and go onto the stage and perform it in front of five thousand people. It was like an intensive thing. It was very fast. Five minutes before we were done, she took her coat off. She stood up and she ran to the center of the room. She shook it off a little bit and she sang and danced it perfectly. How did she learn the choreograph? Correct uh, choreography. I don't know. She never looked at it. Truly, I don't know. She literally never saw it. How did she know the words? I don't know. She just 
spent the hour listening. And when she was ready, she did it perfectly. And it was, I don't know if that's a teachable moment, but it was just one of the most, and it's caught all in video camera too, and Spectrum of Hope, it's such a beautiful moment. But that was, I think, one time in my career where I was just speechless. My mouth dropped and I just couldn't believe how somebody's brain could be so brilliant. I don't, it, it was, it was wild. So there that's you go. an amazing story. Oh my goodness gracious. That is so cool. All right. Question number three. We talked about it for two seconds on your interview, but I did read about it in my research that you were a big fan of the Golden Girls. If you could have lunch with any character from the Golden Girls, who would it be and why? It would be B. Arthur, but I did have lunch with B. Arthur. So I can't oh. even say it. I did. I did. That's a whole different story. It was years ago. I would say it would be it would be Betty White, hands down. I like that. Hands down. It would be. She's brilliant. Was. Is. One of my very good friends is a Stan Zimmerman, who's come on the show a dozen times. And, of course, he's uh, he directed the entire first season of The Golden Girls. So I get yes. Golden Girls stories all the time. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it, it's a great. He brought High Prov to Broadway this past year, and he's a great guy. But I, I love anything Golden Girls when I get to talk to him. Uh, real quick, just for you, there's a song I wrote called Save Me the Rose. Um, I wrote it for Karen Mason, but I wrote it because I was really bored one day, and one of the monologues that Rose says in The Golden Girls, it was the last Cake and St. Olaf episode, and she's at a dinner table, a and there's a cake, and she's telling her husband that she's moving. But we find out, like, she's at later that, you know, he's died, he died and she baked herself the cake. Anyway, I wrote a song called Save Me the Rose based on that monologue. And it's one of my favorite things I've ever written. So you should listen to it if you like the Golden Girls. I am going to dig for that as soon as Karen we're Mason sings it. Uh, um, uh, um, yeah, and that's Sally Mays, too. But w listen to I it. I am going to look. For, that's a great story. And play Thank it for you. Stan. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, question number four. If you had the power to create a brand new holiday, what would it be and what would it celebrate? I think it would be really interesting to have a day where all technology stopped. <sighs> Knowing full well that it would be really hard for me to and that I would need to know that it was coming back on. But I think it would be really interesting to do a factory reset on, on, on humans once a year for one full day of just no technology. The withdrawal would happen within hours. I can yeah, and I don't mean no electricity, but I just mean no technology. No, I just the withdrawal from that would be amazing. Yeah, a bunch of like fiends just like running around the streets, just being like, ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. All right, question number five, Scott. You are holding court over coffee, of course, with two or three of the best the best verbal jousters around. Who you love to match wits with? Barbara Streisand and Stephen Sondheim. Ah, like that. I yeah. like that. Yeah, wow, that is great. I think just yes. I think those three people. I uh, mean, if I thought about it longer, I'm sure there's a whole myriad of people, but. I think that would be a very fascinating um, ping pong match. I don't think you can get much better. I agree. Yeah. Scott Evan Davis, you completed five questions. Thanks so much for uh, helping us out here. Absolutely. Remind everyone where they can find you. What's your website and social media? 
Uh, it's at Scott Evan Davis, S-C-O-T-T-E-V-A-N-D-A-V-I-S. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, Threads, Facebook. My website is scottevandavis.com. There you go. Guys, again, if you missed our full interview, we had a great conversation. Check out the link below. Guys, we'll be back next week because if it's Tuesday, it's always time for another five questions with. Thanks for listening to Left to Straight Show, everyone. Bye-bye. everyone welcome to the straight show if it's tuesday it's time for five questions with they were very lucky to have back on the show miss karen michelson is here fantastic author her newest book the maynard's gods is fantastic we have a giveaway going on for it be sure to look at our full interview with karen right down below with the link here we talked all about this and her previous trilogy she had karen welcome back on the left of straight show it's awesome to be back. I love it. I love talking to you. We are going to get into five questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. All righty. Question number one. We talked in your interview. You are an amazing. You've been a lawyer, a teacher, a rock band, in a rock band. If you were to throw a dinner party, this is one of my favorite questions. Who of each of a lawyer, a teacher, or, a rock, or someone in a band living or deceased would you like to invite to your dinner party a lawyer this time i mean he did write parts of the constitution he did study the law i, I like that be an awesome dinner companion um a teacher i want to say either socrates or any one of the Stoics. Um, nice choices. Maybe, maybe Marcus Aurelius, although I don't think he was a teacher, but he took such copious notes. And I would love to see him go at it with Jefferson over politics. <laughs> I think that would be fascinating by itself. And a musician. Maybe Mozart to just liven things up. I mean, that would definitely uh, slow the pace down a little bit. Would, like add a lot. <laughs> yeah, this fantastic raucous dinner party. Mozart yeah. just gonna slow things down. I would just sit in the corner and take notes on all because like, you know there's <laughs> explosions with that one. I love that. That's great. Okay, all right. Question number two. As a lawyer for 10 years in criminal defense, who do you think is the best lawyer on TV or in the movies? I don't know, because I'm going to tell you the truth on that. I avoided watching lawyer shows when I was practicing because I was doing <laughs> it. I didn't want to see any more. So I don't even have a, a menu of choices to choose from the best lawyer on TV or the movies. I don't know. I, I don't even know any. I could I could name there any. You go. I like it. That's okay. I, I know is just a good an answer. I don't know is just a good answer is the real thing. That is fine. All right. Question number three. You taught British literature. What character from British literature do you think would fare best in a mythological or fantasy world? Who would be the most fun to write in that genre? Mm. First character that comes to mind that would fare the best would be Heathcliff. 
Nice. Because, because in epic fantasies, you want a character that can be be hard. You have to be hard because you're facing all kinds of epic problems and issues to fight your way through. And he got his heart broken so thoroughly, you know, right. that he developed a certain hardness. I, I would say Heathcliff. Probably a lot that of others. a good choice. I like that. All right. Question number four. Um, mythology, which I talked about in an interview, which I absolutely love, figures into your books, and most pagan holidays have some sort of mythology to them. If you could create a new holiday based on mythology, what would you call it, and how would it be celebrated? i call it something like All Divinity Day, or All God's Day, or All Goddesses Day. And it would be celebrated by everybody would spend a day either drinking to or dancing to music related to or meditating on whatever deity they feel the closest to. It would not be for one. That is a great way to spend a holiday. Well said. And these, and at the point of the holiday would be for everybody to come together. So the, the Apollonian that likes things very logical and moderated, but disciplined in which to present arts, would have that dinner party with a Dionysian who, who's drinking. And, and people would, would be sharing their different perspectives, and maybe there'd be an appreciation that all of these perspectives are important and needed to make a world. Oh, so well said. Very good. All right, last question. Question number five. We talked about you living in the New England area. It's one of my favorite foodie regions, and foodie is something we talk about in the show. If you could only have one of the following, which one would you choose, and what would you get rid of? Crab cakes, Ben and Jerry's, maple syrup, Dunkin' Donuts, or marshmallow fluff? Maple syrup, definitely I would choose. <laughs> probably what would I get rid of? Probably the fluff. There you go. Good choices, unless you're a big s'more fan. Or, or fudge, I guess, but otherwise fluff doesn't have much. I mean, for saying that, but I think maple <laughs> syrup is divine. I love that. All right. Well, Karen Michelson, thanks so much. You completed five questions. Let everyone know where they can find your fantastic website and your books. I am at KarenMichelson.com, and it's spelled without an E. A lot of people want to put an E in it and can't find me. Uh, my book, The Main It's God, which I love to show you is available on Amazon and Kobo and Barnes and Noble and lots of other places. And on my website, there's a whole list of links to places where you can find it. And I hope you check it out. Fantastic. Guys, definitely check it out. I'm in the middle of it. It's a fantastic read. Uh, the trilogy from before, also amazing. Be sure to check all that out. Look for our full interview in the link below. We'll be back next Tuesday. Because if it's Tuesday, it's always time for five questions. Karen, thanks for playing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. No problem. Stay on the line for me, guys. You'll be listening to Left of Straight Show right here in the Left of Straight Radio Network. Have a great rest of the week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Left of Straight Show. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast distributor, and please give us a five-star rating so more listeners can find us. 
you can follow us on social media and be sure to check out our website, www.leftofstraightradio.com for contests and other news and information. See you next week.